0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris here with Tim. Say hello, Tim.
1: Hello, Tim.
0: We got a bunch of stuff coming up for you. First thing I want to start off with is congratulations to the Las Vegas Golden Knights on winning, um, I want to say, probably the fastest Stanley Cup title um, by a franchise probably in history, Um, by expansion franchise, I should say. Um, because they made it to the finals their first year, and this is their fifth year. Um, so congratulations to them. I know we don't talk m- a lot about um, uh, sports, but it is cool seeing a team that new actually, um, you know, winning something. Because it's it, it, I saw people at the game, and it was insane. And they did destroy car- uh, the Panthers, so it wasn't like anything um, too hard. But uh, yeah, right. Because both well, you- that, and then. Congratulations to Denver as well. Oh yeah! Since we recorded, the Denver Nuggets as well uh, they title. won the NBA title, uh, four to four games to one. Correct? Yeah.
1: Yes. Four yep. games
0: to one, and um, you know uh, now we have no real sports. All we have to look forward to is Tim's A's absolutely sucking it up. Hey, um, they're on I a
1: seven-game win streak right now. I don't know what you're talking. Whatever,
0: about. Whatever. Whatever. They had my favorite t- twenty-seven thousand people there last night. Just a pad. The wallet of the owner that they ate. I don't think they realize that, that that he's not gonna I found out they're gonna donate all the money, but yeah.
1: Yeah, no, going into it, they were there was two different um organizations that they're gonna donate it to. I don't really think they're gonna pad the wallet because um when you have an average twenty five hundred fans there, one night of twenty seven thousand isn't gonna do anything. Yep. Yep. And I guess so. I heard the new thing is and I didn't Read into it. I just saw it. Is that the stadium deal in Vegas isn't dead, but now it's um like attendance-based as well. So uh yes,
0: because there was a big fear, some somebody leaked something to somebody, and it was kind of one of those things where they were like, Well we can't just be building this without a guarantee that they're going to have a certain amount of attendance. I don't think there's going to be an issue because even when the Raiders were doing horrible, it's a destination, you know? Yeah. Well, like,
1: but I mean, and the Raiders too still had a big fan base because... True. You know, I mean, you have a season, bad. you only have eight home games. True. Or the A's, eight home games is a matter of, you know, could be in eight days.
0: That is very true. So... I get it, but I have a feeling they're going to um, figure something out because they went out of Oakland, so we'll see. Right, It's, it's well, baseball I mean, time now, so we're going to have some fun with that. Yeah,
1: and the thing is, is with Oakland, they're, I think, going to be the only, uh, only city to lose three major uh, franchises in a matter of, like, five years, and you could think that to their city uh, – the mayor and the city council there. So let's
0: just, let, let's just say <clears throat> I was showing Tim last night. Um, I went to a game in the final season of candlestick. And that was in 2013. Crazy how long it's been 2013, mm-hmm. 10 years, um, 10 years ago in February, I went to watch the Texans play the Niners fun game stadium. You can tell it was just falling apart. Oakland A stadium has been worse than the last season of candlestick for what? probably 20,000 years. Yeah. 2000, at least since 2000, it's been absolute trash. The, the dugouts flooded 10 years ago and made national news because the dugouts were getting flooded from the sewer. So you're trying to say, you know, there's a reason why everyone left that area right there. The Raiders left the Warriors left, you know, I know the Warriors were kind of going back to their hometown because they, they started out in San Francisco um, right. you know, when they came to the area, but yeah, it's one of those things where you just kind of like, Hey, fingers crossed to him, but yeah, 27,000 people last night. I don't know if they're playing at home tonight, but it's probably way less than that. Yeah, um, they, but we'll go to into to the know. entertainment pile because we got some big news, which is slightly different. So, when we lost, um, Alex Trebek, um, He did kind of the cool thing of preparing everyone. I guess it was the same thing like with Mr. Rogers. He prepared everyone for his passing. He knew he wasn't going to make it. His cancer has progressed. And he had been hosting, you know, um, Jeopardy for a long time. And there was no idea who was going to host it, blah, blah, blah. Well, um, Pat Sajak has announced he's going to retire next year after season 41. Which is just crazy. They work six days a month, I think, or four days a month. they can record, I think they do six six shows a day, four days a week, yeah, and so they I do, know yeah,
1: I know they do like a whole week in a day,
0: yeah, they could do six shows in a day, and so he's gonna retire after this next season, which is weird. I heard a lot of people um have complained, I haven't watched Wheel of Fortune like fully in a long time, but I guess he's kind of getting more a grumpy old man, kind of gruff um. And he's snarky, and a lot of people are not liking it. So it's one of those things where you're like, shoot, man, maybe, maybe he's being pushed out. But now you're like, well, who's going to replace him? Right. So there is a rumor that Vanna was potentially going to stay on and bring in the next person. Um, there's also the fact that I heard rumors that, um, who was it? Uh, Pat Sajak's daughter apparently was in the possibility. I guess she's helped out before. I know Vanna White did guest host when um Pat went out with his uh injury, I think he had surgery or whatever. But um, I mean, I would have thought he would have kept going until the very end till he passed away, but I guess only working six days a month <laughs> is too much for him so.
1: Right. Well, I mean, shoot. I mean, 41 seasons. If even if he started when he's 20s, you know, over 60, you know, he's in his 80s. Yeah. Do you want know, I mean, Like I said, I mean, that's if he started in his 20s. So he's in his 80s. So he's had a good run, and it's time just to, like you said, you know, even though it is six days a month, but you're doing like full days um, on that. So just. You know, could be time. And now that he's, everyone he's is seventy,
0: like, he's seventy six.
1: And now that kind of everyone's over, like the Alex Trebek thing. Yeah. Um, You know, now it's his time, I guess. Which it is.
0: Yeah, and you know, um, I'm I'm okay with his decision, but I, uh, you know, it is kind of like our childhood's basically over, man. Uh, Bob mm-hmm. Barker gone.
1: Yep, Alex Trebek. Alex Pat Trebek, Sajak. And now
0: Pat Sajak. You know,
1: we still got Judge Judy.
0: Yeah, I know, and I I've watched a little bit of her other show, and it's not as good as, you know, and they're canceling everyone. Judge Judge Joe Brown's getting canceled. The People's Court's getting canceled. Right. Um, yeah, I will say before we move on from him is the f- funniest story I've ever heard about him. Um, was that Pat Sajak, like. You would I, apparently he could be seen a lot of times like in the early early days of 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 the show in the eighties um he would walk through other sets drunk, like he'd leave in between the shows and go get some drinks at the bar and then come back and he'd be drunk and so uh you know have some drinks on us, pat you know right still got another year, but it'll kind of be like. I have a feeling it's going to be like a baseball-esque farewell kind of thing where they do like a big show about it and they make sure like it's it's like big a big deal the whole entire season. Yeah. Um, next we have, we did get a new clip for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I am not watching any more clips because I've heard the reviews are horrible. But I am going to put on my Roosevelt's Roper and I'm going to be wearing my... Indy getting chased by the boulder to the theater, so I'm not watching anymore. Do
1: you have an indie so romper, Roper? Oh, Roper,
0: like oh, that's Roper. like my different. eagle one, my mm. eagle Roper I wore to the concert.
1: Right. Uh, if you had an indie romper, make sure you get a picture of that.
0: Hey, you never know. Um, Pixar's Elio uh, teaser trailer and poster has been released. Which one's this one? Why do I know it?
1: Uh, I think it's something that's been, I don't want to say been in the making for a while, but all Pixar movies are in the making for a while.
0: Um, I always feel like they release something about it and then all of a sudden it it, it comes out. The universe called right. the wrong mm-hmm. number.
1: He's transported by aliens. Struggles to fit in until he's transported by aliens becomes the chosen one to be Earth's galactic ambassador while his mother Olga works at a top secret Project to decode alien messages.
0: Hmm. Well, yeah, this is
1: nothing I've, I've no, I have
0: not. And it comes out in 2024, so it's kind of um, it, it makes sense that it's dropping now because they always do it about eight months ahead of time, so people start getting in their brain when they do advertise properly. Strange World did not get advertised properly, but I digress. Um. It does look like an interesting clip. It is him getting sucked up in there, so we'll see. Um, Avengers, King Dynasty, Thunderbolts, Captain America 4, Avatar. All the movies have been delayed due to the WGA strike, which was expected. Um, And I think it's smart to delay them now. That way we're not getting some sort of kerfuffle where things are all jacked up. And it also is going to change things because a lot of shows, when they had the last strike... Um, either got canceled or they came back weird or they had things wrong with them. Um, and I think this helps because people aren't going to be freaking out like, oh, we need to hurry up and get back to our show and then we need to hurry up and do this movie because we, we, we signed on for both. Um, but they did show that there's going to be two Star Wars movies coming out in 2024 and then one Star Wars movie coming out in 2025. Uh, December 17th and December 18th of 24 and 25. I don't know which one's which. And then um, they also are going to have one coming out in March of next year. And then also Deadpool got pushed forward to May of next year because of the the strike. Um, it is kind of crazy. It's not kind of not because what's weird is they're filming Captain America 4 right now. And we have footage of um, uh, Harrison Ford on set as Thunderbolt Ross because they recast him since the original guy passed away. So, you know, I know a lot of the rewrites and reshoots, they don't want to mess anything up. So we'll see what happens. Um, The writers do need to get paid. I am on their side in this. Um, And the scary part is, is the Actors Guild is ready to strike right after them. So they have actually... Um, I think their vote was recent and they were voting or it's coming up to strike. So it is coming um, for them as well. So we'll see what happens. Um, This one wasn't a shock. The next item, the Gotham Knights canceled after one season on the CW. Um, They basically, the reason I heard that it got canceled was just that you could feel that everything was sucked out of the network when they canceled all the CW superhero shows. They just started one by one, just shutting them down and turning them off. And the flash was the last one. And then you had Gotham Knights. And I think that the people just didn't want to get invested in the show with the possibility of it not returning. So, right. you know, numbers happen. I mean, it is it is what it is. You know, I'm I'm not. I'm not upset about it. I just wish they would have given it a better chance and a better network. Um All these podcasts I listen to that are like rewatch podcasts. Every single great writer or director that came from a sitcom or TV show like Parks and Rec, like The Office, all these ones, you know what they go to? They go to streaming because streaming gives them more options. And the best example I could um, give was Alan Yang was a writer for Parks and Rec. I'm I'm watching, I'm I'm listening to Parks and Recollection. I love Parks and Rec and it's a great podcast. Amazing. Well, um, when I was listening to it, he was like, "Here's the thing, though." He goes, "He he did Masters of None with Aziz Ansari, and he's like, we have one episode that's 56 minutes. We have one episode that's 22 minutes because that's how long it took to to, to tell the story." And it's like, "Wow, that's just crazy." So I think these superhero ones would do so much better on a network like that, like The Boys. The Boys, I think that's why it's so great, is because. They tell the story until it's not a cliffhanger, but it's like an ending point. So almost like a soap opera would be like, Oh my gosh. And then it would end and that's perfect, but they're not trying to squeeze that moment in. They're not, they're making sure it plays fully out and you, you let it, you bask in it. So whether it takes 30 minutes or it takes 55 minutes, it's what it takes. So I think the Gotham Knights probably would have done better with that kind of format, but because of the whole max deal, I have. I think they're cutting everything. Same thing that Disney Plus has started doing with the, the Hulu rumors. So, I mean, it, it's crazy, but, I mean, it's expected. Right. Um, and as I just mentioned, Deadpool 3 is now less than a year away. Disney reshuffled their film schedule in order to make room for a new Star Wars and live-action Moana. I will say Disney does not hesitate to take advantage of the strike. I feel like that's pretty much what they're doing. They're making sure they get their money's worth. Um, So they're going to put everything out there. Um, And now we had two people pass away. This one's crazy because Tim posted this one. And I was like, I never heard of this lady before. I didn't know she was on Disney Plus show. Well, it was a Disney Plus K. They said it was a K uh, K series. So it was a Korean series. It's called Snowdrop. And her name was uh, Park Soo Ryun. Um, she passed away at 29 and Tim put it in there. And, um, I read the article later and she fell down a flight of stairs. So like not the greatest way to go. And it's sad. Um, uh, her family apparently donated her organs. So, um, she is going to be saving some lives in the end.
1: Yeah. Cause I guess it said that her brain wasn't functioning, but her heart and organs were.
0: Yep. They revived so. her and she was deemed brain dead. So, yeah. um, and lastly, the guy who I couldn't figure out where I knew him from, um, I never watched Everwood, um, but I, I guess, seen him in bit parts, but realized what it was from with Tim. Oh, actually, before he came on the podcast. Uh, Treat Williams, known for his role uh, in the rock musical hair and drama series, Everwood, has passed away at the age of 71. I knew him as Lieutenant Severide's father from Chicago Fire. Um, but... Uh, sad day indeed it, it's weird because we either see people dying in their 50s or dying like late we don't often see 71 71 is kind of a sweet spot you know right i know that i think the li- average life expectancy for men is like 75 and women is like 77 so um you know great actor was in a lot of hallmark mark stuff in the end um but uh you know it sucks to see him go but sometimes things just happen um the gaming we have a lot of stuff because a lot of stuff happened i need to update
1: oh well that's why you heard why he was how he died treat williams part of that motorcycle crash no yep motorcycle crash in vermont so that would be why so both of them were
0: wow
1: unexpected
0: very unexpected
1: and i guess it said he was alive while being airlifted to a hospital
0: oh So that's even worse to hear. You're like, you know what I mean? Like, what could have happened?
1: Right. Oh man. Right, and that's why I say because one of them says, you know, his daughter was absolutely shattered. Like, that's weird, but now it makes sense. So,
0: and I get, I will, I will say if someone's absolutely shattered, I I support that as well because I mean, you never your loved ones doesn't matter if they got something wrong with them or not you don't right. you know what I mean you still don't want to see them pass away but when it's something like that and you know a lot of times you see some of these people that are like we just we just talked or you know what I mean like mm-hmm. it's it sucks cuz you're like this is so horrible yep no exactly that's bad um oh man that that makes me sadder now cuz knowing that like you know it was preventable partially, but um, in the gaming, so this is crazy. So we got the first gameplay footage and details released for Star Wars Outlaws. It's supposed to be an open world game. You're basically able to go wherever you want within reason. It's open world. Um, it, the graphics look phenomenal. Um, your pet in the game looks like one of those ox I love those. I they call them a Mexican. It's called a Mexican salamander, but it's an oxalotl. It can live underwater and out of water, but it looks just like one. And people are destroying it because the main character is female. Oh my gosh. And it's like, bros, this is a demo. It's not even the actual game. It's literally the person on the screen, it's just who they have on there. You might be able to pick who you are. It's open world. Right. And it it just disappoints me because this game has been talked about probably for the past two years straight. That there's an open world Star Wars game and active development. We've been hearing about it for so long. With the success of Jedi Survivor, which I loved the game. I beat it. I'm working on actually going out there and finishing up some side mission stuff. Um, With the, you know, spoiler alert. I know Tim will never play it. But have you seen the videos of Rick, the the door technician?
1: Yeah, Rick the engineer or the... Door, yeah.
0: Rick, the door technician. That's actually an Easter egg from, from people saying that basically in the last game all the boss battles were too hard, so they made (laughs) one where literally one hit and the dude's dead. Right, and he's gone. And what they did was they recorded a bunch of influencers playing it, and the most of them were like laughing hysterically. They're like, "This is the funniest thing ever." Right, and so one of those things where you know i'm sad that they're trashing this game um you don't know what it's going to be about you don't know what it's like but i am excited for it it looks beautiful i've been wanting an open uh world game like this um the other one that i was playing what is the um the well, death the thing is, is death, death stranding <laughs> i the death stranding one was the one i was playing and it's kind of open world. You have people you fight and stuff like that. And it just seems like it'd be a fun idea. You could go straight into space. You could hop in the ship. It takes you to a certain point, and you could fly wherever you want.
1: Right. Well, and the thing is, is with this, like the outlaws, like you said, with um, a <clears throat> gameplay walkthrough, is that it was a female character. Isn't all the new Star Wars movies the main character female?
0: I mean, yeah, kind of, yeah. So what's they complain the about, right? about that too. They complain about that too. No, I know, but it's it's you know,
1: pretty much the same thing.
0: Here's the thing though, is that I don't understand why people think things are made for just them. Because while my wife may not like Star Wars, she likes Chewbacca, she thinks he's cute, whatever. I'm fine with that. There are times where they make things just for specific people. There's Mm -hmm. a reason why the kids buy the plushies of things they don't know what they are in Batuu at Disneyland and Disney World. None of them know what a loath cat is. I know what a loath cat is because I'm a nerd. I watch the cartoons. I know what a loath cat is. But none of them do. So when they buy the toy that's a loath cat, it's because it's cute. And that's the thing. You can't be in this business and just make the game for the diehard Star Wars fan who's male. Because you're not gonna make any money. Right. I'm sorry. You know, and there's been places that have tried that and said, Oh, we're gonna stick, we're gonna stick to the roots, we're gonna go for the fans. And what happens? The company usually loses a bunch of money and they're never allowed to make a game like that again. A la Battlefront 2 remake. That's what happened. They try to make it too too appealing to the the Star Wars. You know, diehards like they did what didn't do with the first one, and then now they can't make a three because there's no backing to it. Right, exactly. No, and so, like you said,
1: this could just be you could pick whatever you want, and they just use um the the girl for it. I it's.
0: I, I mean, I mean, and honestly, w- with the record that is Star Wars, how do you know you even be able to p- pick human? You might not. You might not be able to pick different species, everything. So. You know, I've always wanted to be a Trandoshan in a game, so let's see what happens. There you go. So, wait till it comes out before you make your judgment. Um, as we're speaking, I need to download the update for Warzone. Um, Vondell, a brand new mid-sized map, is coming to uh, Season 4, which dropped today. Um, it's available for Resurgence and DMZ at launch, and then Battle Royale, it will be coming along mid-season. So, um... I wonder what they'll do plunder on there, too, maybe. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, um, that could be, might might be too small of a map, though. Did they do plunder on? Um, they yeah. didn't have. No, they didn't have plunder on, on Rebirth uh, Island.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think so.
0: Oh, I think so. I
1: think they had kind of something
0: kind of similar to it. They had, no, they had that uh, rebirth cash one, I believe, where basically if you got killed, you got brought back as long as you had a certain amount of money to a certain point. So it was like resurgence, but it was with money. Um, But yeah, so that's awesome. A lot of people are complaining because they keep doing this thing where they hype something up, hype something up, hype something up. And then everyone that plays BR, because a lot of people aren't playing DMZ right now. A lot of people aren't playing Resurgence. They're playing Battle Royale, whoever's left. You know, a lot of people have uninstalled the game for a certain incident we won't talk about. But what I will say is that they tease you, and then they don't bring it. And what's funny is, remember that one day we were playing? We were, me and Tim were playing Plunder, and I said, this is the last night. It's going off for a week. And guess what? It didn't go off. Right. Because so many people complained and i get why they do it they only have so many devs that are able to you know maintain a game when there's errors and things of that nature so they make sure they waited and okay look they fix the problems well we'll see because they always set a date and it almost it's been changing every single time because everyone complains and they stop playing and they have those numbers so right. yeah um Next, we have Bethesda's Todd Howard has confirmed that Starfield runs in 4K resolution on the Xbox Series X and 1440p on Xbox Series S, but the game as is, is locked at 30 FPS on console to ensure consistency of performance. The, I know what they're... It, it makes sense. A lot of the next-gen consoles because they were also making it for the sub next gen console was lacking on quality because from what I've heard is what they have to do is if they make a next gen game, they have to deconstruct it to the previous generation's quality. So it's a, a much longer process. So I'm assuming what they're doing here is, is anyone who has, you know, maybe not the strongest internet potentially whatever they're making sure it stays consistent and um we'll see how long that lasts because sometimes it doesn't last very long sometimes like we said things change people change and then the next thing you know um they're uh changing something for that reason so this one is crazy so everyone i know is playing diablo 4 uh, has reportedly broken internal records for Blizzard and raked in more than $666 million in sales, which is amazing a number because it is about a demon. Um, but did you see the billboard they had in New York for it? No. Oh, dude. So the main character is a devil looking chick. I've never played the game. I don't know. Right. But on the cover of the game, it's the devil chick. Well, she had a billboard in Times Square and. She's standing there and it looks like a guy is fixing some broken pixelation and she waves her hand. The pixelation goes away. She cuts the line for the the scaffolding uh-huh. and then she grabs him and laughs at him and he fights his way out and falls to the ground and is like, huh. And it, it was one of the best animations. It looks so cool, Tim. You have to look it up because as a fan of advertisements like that, like they had the Boba Fett one, they had the, the Darth Vader ones. It. It's it's awesome. Right. But $666 million in sales. That game only came out, what, two weeks ago?
1: 6-6. Uh, six, six. So, yeah. So, a week ago.
0: A week ago. Just a week and a day ago. That's crazy. Yep. That's crazy.
1: Obviously, um, there was uh, a lot of hype behind it. And the oof, hype
0: was, <laughs> hype was oof, real. Hot! And Tim's favorite game, Disney Speedstorm Season 2, has dropped. Now, here's the confusing part. Speedstorm is going to be free to play when it comes out fully. Mm-hmm. That is correct. And so what I think is interesting is, is they're doing different seasons, which are helping test the bugs, but also I think it gives them a good idea about what people like, what people don't like. Because I've never seen them do this before. Usually, they like the X Defiant that we played. They usually just wipe all your stuff and then it's gone. <clears throat> right. You know, they say we get to keep the skins and they get to keep some of the stuff you earn, but a lot of stuff, like your stats they have to get wiped. This one seems more along the lines of we'll just keep testing it and going going and going and going until you know we find it, think it's right, which is the new thing. That's the new thing. Um, that Star Starlight Valley, the other Disney yeah. game, same yeah. thing. You paid to get the game and it's going to be free in the future. Right. So this is that new thing where they're, you know, before it was an honor to become a beta tester. Now you basically pay to be a beta tester. Yep.
1: And I, I mean, I like it on doing that.
0: Oh because yeah. It's worth it. Mean, it's worth you it.
1: either pay for it now or you quote unquote pay for it later. Yeah, it'll be free, but they're still going to have hey free and you get basically the game or you have the different tiers and, you know, you get X, Y, and Z yeah. with whatever tier you get. So, you know, that that's always going to be there. So if you want the highest tier, you pay the most for it. Well, if I'm going to pay for it um, now, then pay for it now. Or if you want wait till later, wait until later. But the thing is, is like you said, they are adjusting it the nice thing is is like they have A &A with the with the team and then they take it back and look at it they've already um nerfed one racer two or three times already um and i think after i think it's three times and i think he was good even after the second nerf on it and then they nerfed Mm -hmm. him one more time and have you know tweaked different things about it um all coming from player feedback and from well, the think, Q&As that they did
0: the big thing too is i've noticed is they'll mention things all the time like in the update stuff they're like look this is beta this is, it is what it is and you know we found this out after the fact or this is what we're doing and why we're doing it they've been very yeah. open and um they're one of the few ones on steam when you read the information they're just basically like look this is literally an ever-evolving game as you're seeing it. So day one may be different than day two. So Right. Yeah. Um, and then last – oh, sorry. No, we're done with that pile. I scoot, scooted too fast. Um, we were going to the amusement park piles, first of which is um, other parks. We had a first look, look at the Completed Minion Cafe Marquee at Universal Studios Florida. Um. I feel like everyone's doing that thing now where they like reveal the marquee of everything. Cause I mean, they revealed the marquee for the new show at, uh, the Hyperion theater and Disney's California adventure. Right. When January. Um, I think so. I think cause it, it, uh, Rogers, the musical, they announced it. The, the weekend I left. Remember you texted me, dude, did you see what's coming? And I went over there and the marquee wasn't changed yet. And so we were that I was there when they the day after they I was there the day before they announced it. So they like to just announce these things and be like, oh up, well, yep, here we go. We're gonna tease you with these cafe marquee. And we have no idea what's gonna look like on the inside, because as me and Tim know all too well, you can't trust what they draw because Tiana's bayou has already gotten a change and it's just being rebuilt now. So Right. Um we got just quick stuff for um the general pile and from all the parked piles cuz there's not much going on but the general pile of disney still dominates global theme park attendance with universal close behind in 2022 tea index i have a feeling with them rolling back the um the registration stuff and how you're not having to register certain things so like you know if you're an annual pass holder in florida you can basically go um anytime really i mean it's nothing too crazy right well and universal is doing a lot to catch
1: up with disney um you know you got the super mario world land that open you know just opened up this year in hollywood and i think it opened Last year, or maybe this mm-hmm. year too. I mean, obviously, that's not in this because this is 2022. Right. But you got things that they are working on as well to catch up to Disney, and especially with Disney and the turmoil that they went through um with Iger leaving, Chapek taking over, Chapek getting you know, ousted Iger taken back over yeah. and then eventually Iger's, you know, within the next handful of years, Iger's going to be out. So they're looking for that, but he's got to come back in and kind of clean up some stuff that Chapek has did mainly park wise because he was more, Chapek was more on the um entertainment side of it. Mm-hmm. So yep. therefore the park side is lacked, which um, Universal was able to close that gap. So now I need to, know disney still wants to maintain that gap on it so that's you know they're putting a lot more money back into the parks which they've come out and said in multiple interviews so but i mean that's good because at the end of the day um with having someone nipping at your heels uh all at disney and then even if you know like i said we're disney fans there's universal fans At the end of the day, the consumer is the one that wins because Disney still wants to maintain a top of that mountain and Universal wants to come and catch them. So competition is a good thing. And
0: ultimately, consumers are the winners. Oh, yeah. Hands down, people don't realize, like, people don't realize that when Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft all came together and said... We're all friends. We're going to make stuff that's, um, you know, universal across platforms, but we're not giving up our exclusives. There's a reason for that because now right. you're, you know, you may be friendly. But it, it just, it's, it's, it's mind blowing to me that some people think like, oh, you know, my park's better than this because of this. I'm like, I, I want your park to be better because if your park's better then my park's going to be better. Mm-hmm. So You know, we never want to see anyone have any problems with like a park having some issues, you know, like when Universal Studios had all that damage done to their stuff. We don't want to see it, but, you know, if it happens, it happens. And then once you guys are both back, you know, back in the in the saddle, we're both going to be, you know, doing good again. So exactly. Um. Now. The 2024 Walt Disney World calendar has arrived for $16.99. Um, yeah, it should be in the
1: Walt Disney World section of it. That's, so that's I don't know fine. how that got up there. But, but you can buy it online, you can.
0: probably. I mean, probably. so it, I mean
1: Or it'll be online very soon.
0: Oof, it's gonna be online pretty soon. Um, and then we got a first look at 2023 Christmas and Hanukkah ear headbands, lounge fly bags, spirit jerseys, and more holiday merchandise coming to Disney Parks. Now my favorite part about these is that they don't tell you which parks it's going to be at. You know what I mean? Yep.
1: They just say parks, which means there's going to be stuff exclusive to Disneyland. There's going to be stuff exclusive to Disney World. And then there's going to be stuff at both.
0: And you, usually the, the ones that say, obviously, the selected parks, you know, it it happens you know it's gonna be that park only but like i'm not gonna lie the disney 100 stuff when i first saw it it's the reason why i got my wife the Loungefly uh bag that was the walt disney world 50th anniversary bag it was at disneyland i don't know why but we've been to disney world before so it's no big deal but it looked way better than the disney 100 bag the disney 100 bag looks horrible the loungefly bag it looks like silver goo is floating down on it it looks like they just took one of the ice cream ones and just swapped the colors so it doesn't look original at all the 50th anniversary one has a beautiful blue tint coming through the gold it looks just awesome it looks disney so um disneyland disney resorts abroad disneyland paris cast members have called for another strike on june 19th which will probably happen because um, everyone was just walking by them. We saw the videos. It wasn't pretty. but Right. Yeah. Um, Disney World, the Disney Magic HAP pins 2023 pin training event has sold out, which is not a shock because those things are like crack.
1: Pretty much. Right. And I threw that in there because I think it was the last podcast from the one before they announced it. And I yep. think they said it sold out in like less than 10 minutes or half an hour or something like that. Um And it's going to be at the um, Disney Coronado. uh What is it? Convention Center or whatnot that they have there. In okay. The hotel.
0: Yeah. Um A woman delivered a baby at Walt Disney's uh, Disney's Fort Wilderness and Resort and Campground. So. Congratulations to them. I wonder if that qualifies for free uh, admission. Yeah, it's not in the park. Uh, I I would push for it. Um,
1: (laughs) And they would say, uh, do you want the ambulance or do you not?
0: Uh, A guest jumped out of ride vehicle during Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind delay at Epcot. Now, I've seen conflicting stuff about this one. One thing I saw said that the lady was having like a panic attack or something like she was freaking out. And you can see she's visibly like. She looks like she's freaked out, when she's standing next to the ride. But I would have never thought of getting off the ride.
1: No. And OK, so the thing is, is. If you get panic attacks and freak out and whatnot, do you not read the signage when you first go onto the ride that has all the things that you shouldn't be writing on? Um, and the other thing is, is getting out of the vehicle is in that'd be hard ext- a it's got to be hard and is a extreme safety measure for it because what happens if um all of a sudden it takes off when you're it out. was down exactly or it takes off or something happens, or something malfunctions gone. or whatever yeah. then you become injured and you get nothing because you broke the rules um and all the things because the video that i saw is the cast members coming over the loudspeaker and telling her to get back in the vehicle, get back, you on the tank top, get back in the vehicle.
0: Oh, and she's basically, I didn't hear the she's audio. like, <clears throat>
1: yeah. And she's not like, she doesn't look visibly shaken. She doesn't look anything. She's sitting there just walking and not, not saying anything. Like if, if they would have said, Hey, get back in the vehicle, you know, you think if you had a panic attack, it's like, you know, yeah. no, I, no, I can't or whatnot. She seems, she seems more mad that it broke down and ruined her day then and i'm not saying i just saw a little snip of the video
0: right right but right. you
1: know they tell her to get back in you and the tank top i mean you could tell exactly who they were talking about and she just seemed like just pissed off and a total kind of lack of better word karen about it yeah yeah i mean and that's is, a, a
0: good good news good thing to tell people too is they can see everything you're doing i got yelled at on Pirates of the Caribbean for filming when the fire alarm went off. They can't tell me to stop recording, but someone tried to, and you can well, hear them. They, they, I mean,
1: because you see all the time, you know, hey, please don't record, but they don't physically take, you know. Right. You know, they'll right. ask you, but if you don't comply, it's not like they're going to kick you
0: out. Or no, and what like we were that. doing was is actually when it happened, it was when we took my son for the first time when he was eight months old, which were, ironically enough, if we go in January next year, the new baby will be eight months old. So that's what our goal is, is to take the new baby in eight months. Oh, there but you go. we went on Pirates because it's an easy ride to hold a baby. You can hold a baby yeah. really easy. Well, I was videoing, like, what is going on? And I'm looking around, and all the lights come on. And right. I do a selfie of us. I'm like, what is going on? Like, And it turns come to find out. If a fire alarm goes off in Club Thirty Three or the Blue Bayou, yep. it goes off in the res- restaurant as well because it's, it's the whole built. yeah
1: that building.
0: So somebody had pulled a uh, someone I think it was a someone had pulled a fire alarm when they were setting up for dinner in Club Thirty Three, and all I could think of was, hey, I still had to go through the whole ride because they can't evacuate it off the ride. They realized it was a false alarm, but the lights are still on, and um, but this just shows you that they could see everything. I've heard people on both haunted mansion and the little mermaid ride in california adventure be told hey so and so with this on we can see what you're doing right over the loudspeaker because they're doing either inappropriate things or they're messing around
1: so just because it's dark doesn't mean they can't see you
0: they got infrared man they can see that's how you see like if you ever watch these scare shows where they scare people in a haunted mansion they Mm -hmm. got better cameras than those scare shows do and those ones have kind of top of the line. So Disney right, say, Yeah, around. you can see
1: pretty good. Yep.
0: Um, with the Disneyland Resort now, um, I'll have to ask my um, club member, David. Um, he actually went to the Pride Night event last night. Um, and he said there's a Magic Key exclusive complimentary backpack available during Disneyland After Dark uh, Pride Night. So he had a lot of fun. It looked really cool. Everything was Pride themed. Um, and right. then they and had they- all... And what's funny is, is he goes, the only thing I wanted to get was they had a giant, uh, it was a giant pride like heart, I think, or it was a Mickey Mouse head. And he goes, that's the only thing I want, but it's not for sale. So it was pretty oh,
1: fun. Right. Yeah. And I mean, the only reason I put it in there, obviously, this is, has passed already, but they had um, a lot of stuff out for that, which they normally do at different Disney After Dark Nights exclusive um, right. to it but this is the first one like of actually seeing like a complimentary backpack and granted it's those you know those drawstrings it's not like a you know a backpack that you take to school more like kind of workout bag or something like that um but still you know it it was awesome and like you said all the reports that i've seen or articles i've seen is um everyone had a great time disney did a good job and even the um limited food events that's going on the whole month of june is that there's some good uh food that they have around the resort uh, dude, for right Month.
0: dude when i went there in january and they had the chinese new year stuff mm-hmm. like i got the little past thingy and right. i ate, i tried like 10 different things right um but i had the same chicken stuff like four times
1: Right, yeah, you found something that you like and went back. Oh to.
0: man, it was spicy. It was perfect. It had this great sauce on it. I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, this is this is so delicious. So right. I made sure I had a lot of it and spicy noodles, thing like that. So right, exactly. Um, well, and, the, but, and it the cool it is, but it is but <laughs> cool. it is cool. It it is cool that they have an exclusive thing, like you said. They give away like magnets and buttons usually, but this is something right. like you may think, oh, it's a cheap drawstring, but it's not just that. It's literally you know. They took the they took the time and thought and effort to do this, well, and it's it's
1: gonna cost more than a magnet and a button or something like that. yeah, um, just on that. And like how you're saying, all the different eats and whatnot, I mean, there's new restaurants coming in to Disneyland, new restaurants coming into downtown Disney. So there's going to be a lot or and some restaurants that have revamped and kind of revamped their menu a little bit. So there's, you know, even if you you know are a little bit of a foodie, there's different. You could go different times throughout the year to the Disneyland Resort and get different food experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, just there, and I've seen a lot. One Instagram guy, I can't remember what his name was, is there's like a Villains Brewing Company that's down the road from it that looks awesome. Oh my gosh, uh,
0: you know, I big, mean even local beer um, taps,
1: and then there's a barbecue joint down down the road as well that looks
0: even Ballast Point. even ballast point is 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 a great place to go to
1: yep ballast points there um you know so you got and that's right there downtown downtown disney as well so but i mean just stuff you know in the resort or if you want to go out there's a lot of stuff in the surround close in the surround like 10 minute drive um away in the surrounding area that's a lot of people are going to it and a lot of um disneyland influencers instagram whatnot are posting about it and it's like hey we're at disneyland this is a five minute drive away right here
0: exactly so i like dude i am i like i'm surprised at how how good this whole thing came through because like we said they've tried so they did the star wars one has been done star wars night they had the back to school night. I think the one it's like the, all the different nights, but the oh, only yeah. one that's consistent is star Wars and sweetheart. And they have not had any free stuff like this. So they're taking notes and like, cause here's the thing. I guarantee that they have some warehouse in Southern California or in Florida that prints off the, the, the magnets or the stickers or whatever. Right. But there was a time where when we first got passes, when Tim and I actually went to go see the closing of, big thunder uh ranch barbecue where literally they had an area you'd go to every month and they had free stuff they had sunglasses they had the backpacks they'd have playing cards they have random stuff i'm just glad they're bringing that back um last two items they have are all for sale Um, they have a new mickey and friends monorail Playset available at disneyland resort for 99.99 which i do love the the monorail Playsets because they're really cool um, I was lucky enough I got to see the hundredth anniversary one. I don't know if Tim, did you to see it, yeah, um, yeah, and that one was pretty cool, yeah, yeah, that one's nice. um, and then um the new Indiana Jones ears headband at resort for 34 Resort for thirty four ninety nine which that one I actually have seen and it looks really cool. Um, there i I don't I honestly don't know. If I I personally don't know if it's really like them paying attention, but I feel like they're listening more to the people. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause we've had so many, you know, I mean, how long have me me and you been doing the podcast now? Since COVID, since before COVID. Right. Yeah. 2019 probably. So four years or so we've been doing the podcast and it's changed a little bit here and there, but we're always talking about how the parks don't listen, how the parks don't listen, how the parks don't listen. And, you know, we had all the problems with, um, uh, Chapic, which we, I, I personally don't think that Chapic was the real problem. I honestly feel like, um, it was more of, some Other stuff going on that we don't know the details of, but you know, you know, what I mean, it's just something there. Um, right. but what I will say is that they're bringing out the baddest merchandise that I have seen in a very long time, like, it is awesome. It is aside from the 100th anniversary stuff, it's amazing,
1: right? No, right, well, and you're, I mean, and you're seeing that not only like disney but disney adjacent you know like roosevelt shirts you know they got stuff going on and they i mean granted you know they do it It, they have disney's blessing to do it obviously
0: because they They, well they work in conjunction conjunction,
1: with them right they work
0: with them yeah
1: but i mean they could you know use the the disney name and the logo and then you know they're coming out with good stuff which you know goes back to to disney well, and and
0: i don't know if you know well. this i don't know if you know this or not but did you know that um they can actually request that certain things not be on the shirts uh, so like disney? you know yes yeah, so you know how the roosevelts has the roosevelt logo on mm-hmm. it um they could ask that it not be on it and some of the original disney shirts they put out does not have the roosevelt logo
1: I mean, makes sense if you're going to use it. it, you know, if you're coming to us to use something for me, here's what, you know, you're pretty much going to have to go comply or yes, you can't do it. You know, I, I get that yeah. and I'm and I'm sure it's like, okay, you know, it's a give and take type deal um, on it because they're not gonna be like, Oh, here, put it out like this. And Roosevelt's like, well, no, that really doesn't fit like our, our style that that true. We got, yep. Um, on it. But yeah. No, it's just it's just I mean, and everything, you know, you have the Disney one, like I said, Disney 100 right now and just everything that's going on. But like you said, it does seem like I mean, shoot, wouldn't you want to listen to your consumers, your fan base? Because
0: 100 percent,
1: they're the ones buying it. If they're not going to like it, they're not going to buy it. So, yeah, put something out there that everyone would like, you're going to buy it. I mean, everyone's gonna buy it. It's money in your pocket, or you sell out. Ooh, hey, limited edition! This. Ooh, I really like that. Well, get down here and buy it.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, you know, you're. I'm I'm very happy with, um, like we, me and Tim have been going back and forth with, you know, the different the different shirts and. All that kind of stuff, and I, I feel like honestly, they they have reached out to so many different places. I don't know if you saw this, but they don't just have shirts on Roosevelt's. They have shirts on multiple different websites that are custom, and it's almost like um, like people always get to miss they misconstrue that like Tommy Bahama is not Tommy Hilfiger. Right. And I guarantee if Tommy Hilfiger wanted to say something, they could, and they don't. Well, I think Disney's realized that while Tim may like a Hawaiian shirt, the Tim's brother might like a sports jersey. So why should you limit it to what you're creating and only do one thing? And they're doing so much amazing stuff. And I, I'm proud to be a Disney fan because there was a minute there where everyone was like, you know, I don't know about this. Um uh, it's. it doesn't seem like, you know, it's very intelligent for what Disney's doing and then magically everything just, it doesn't go off the rails. It like, it, everything's been going fantastic. And I am, right. like I said, again, I am very happy to call myself a, um, a Disney fan, a Disney, you know, just person in general. It's fantastic.
1: Right. Well, and with everything that, Had you know they've been through with covid shutting down parks reopening um you know restructuring at the top all of that i mean there was a lot of stuff that has happened in the last couple years let alone just going through covid then after that your um president ceo of the company gets pretty much voted out then the old ceo comes back i mean that just on its own is huge um but then you have parks shut down, parks coming back, new lands opening or revamping, you know, everything going on with that. I mean, let alone some stuff that would happen just once every 10 years this happened, you know, all of this has happened in a matter of two to three years. Exactly. Um, And, but the nice thing is, is coming out of it is, you know, they're, they're in a better spot. Uh, I think they're, like you said, listening to kind of their constituents all of yep. you know, the the crowds that go there more. And, you know, now finally with the parks open and getting a steady stream of money and budgeting like they used to be able to. And I mean, they can control the crowds, too. So which is, you know, probably nice because you could say, OK, hey, we're going to get. Ticket revenue, X amount every day, no matter what, um, on that. Um, so with budgeting for stuff for the future, whatever it be on the resort side uh, is a lot better on that. Yeah, Because yeah. now that they're out of COVID um, and not in that lull anymore, they could start knocking stuff off off that list. Yeah. And like you said, at the end of the day, it's better for the consumers
0: yeah it's it, like yeah like you said it's it's way better for the consumer and i i know personally that like when i went in january i felt i i felt it felt weird like i hadn't been in, since before covid we went the april before covid and it just felt like not a necessary better park but it felt like like how I remembered before COVID and I heard a lot of things change under Chappik and I didn't have to deal with that. You know what right. I mean? Right. So it's one of those things where you just kind of feel grateful for, for what you got. And, you know, I'm, I'm never going to take, um take them for take a Cause it's literally like, we've always said, we've always said, look, you know, we're, we're all about Disney and, what they stand for. And I do feel like they're, they're, they're taking, they're taking the right steps right now. And I am beyond grateful to them because I don't know, man, I feel like there was just like, it was like, it was a dark patch for us where I was like, there's no way that we're going to be able to keep, you know, being positive. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Cause it takes a toll on you, man. I'm not saying that it, it's, you know, they're, they're horrible for anything or anything like that. But I, I honestly felt like they were, they were going the wrong direction. And I know we kind of, I kind of ran it about it. My brain is just thinking about how, you know, how much I grew up loving Disney, you know, Tim and I went one time planned together, one time not planned together. Cause we both do love Disney that much. And it's just one of those things where you don't get to experience. You know, I don't think so. The same way it used to, but I feel like they're making that stride now going towards, you know, is that how you feel too, Tim? Like that's what they're, they're moving towards going back to what they used to be.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. And I I mean, like anything, it's never going to be fully back to what it used to be, you know, on that, but they'll get pretty darn close to it. And I mean, it's just like anything. It's you're just gonna have to accept it. You know, it's kind of yep. that's the new normal, for lack of a better word. And I'm sure everyone's sick of hearing that, but that's just <clears throat> what it's going to be. But in doing that, it's the best. Um, like you said, it's the best. It's the closest that we're going to get to the old normal with what it is. And oh yeah, fine. I'm ha- you know I'm happy with it. I mean, I'm a magic key holder now, so there you know there's there's that right there. You know, I didn't have to do that. If I didn't like it, then I wouldn't be giving him money every month.
0: You know, what's funny too, is I've noticed that they've started doing the surveys outside of the parks again. And I think that's a huge thing because when we, when Tim first came on the podcast, it was probably what, like once every, once every like six months, there'd be a survey out. And then like a year later, there would be, some sort of change at the parks every mm-hmm. single time and that means they're listening so right. they're listening now with the um the merchandise and we can't, i can't say anything more about that i'm just happy we're grateful and um i hope to see uh, more positive changes in the future
1: right um, and the other thing is is just touch really quick on it is it's easier to whether it be voice your frustration or compliment something that they've done well. They've, they've streamlined it and it is so much easier either way to do it. Like, you know, a cast compliment, you had to go to city hall, remember the cast member's name, kind of what time it was, what land they were working in. You know, you can't just say, Oh yeah. You know, it was bill at the, at the jungle cruise. Well, what time was it? I don't know. I think it was between this time you know, where if you kind of really narrow it down, um, you know, it would make sure it goes to that. <clears throat> um, now you could do all of that. And I did it last time we were there because it was so easy. <clears throat> it's on your phone. It's on the, my Disney app, boom, right there. Cast, you know, cast compliment. You fill out a couple things. You could write yep. a quick little comment on it, send it done. And I know people have done it through, um, Twitter, Twitter as well. Twitter is as a, well, yeah. Yep, is another good one that it that they get to it pretty fast and then obviously um email versus going to city hall and standing in line for a cast compliment because if you walk by city hall and you see a long line it's like man Never I mind. really love that cast member but I'm not going to spend in there it's like hey sorry man. Um And people don't it.
0: realize that cast members get like a certificate like they get they keep track of this. Yeah. This actually affects their promotion abilities, all that kind of stuff. Because the more right. cast compliments you get, they're like, well, they're doing magic somehow, and we're right. only paying them this much. You know, honestly, it is.
1: Right. And, 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 the, and the cast members know it. It's not like, yep. oh, hey, this is, you know, secret. It goes into their folder and then. No, they, they do like a, it's a like an award ceremony yeah. almost. <laughs> yep, exactly. They know it. So it's not like super secretive and it just goes in their file and then, oh, pull the file because it's promotion time. Oh, hey, you got some cast
0: compliments. And the guy's like, oh, well that's cool or <clears throat> they they know about it yeah uh, they they actually give you what was said they like have like almost like a presentation i believe they do get pins after so many compliments i think it's like after like seven or ten they give you like a pin for it
1: something to go on your name and tag yeah
0: most people i've seen mm-hmm. that they actually put the compliments in their locker and they yeah. also keep it on their file as well which is you know it's it's amazing because that's what people don't realize is most places if you go to home depot you have a bad time you go, hey, this co this person said some mean things to me. They're gonna let it go in one ear out the other. Unless it's multiple times the same person, they're not gonna care. Disney, while they are gonna take into effect, well, it's odd that we got 15 cast compliments from 15 different people in an hour spot time span from one ride from one person that looks suspicious. They're gonna take an account of that. Also, oh, this person complained about seven cast members. Okay, we're not, we're gonna, okay, this guy's not, you know. Right, right. And so they look at that. That's why you wanna make sure you do this because the more stuff they get complimented on is gonna help them in the long run. So please do do that. I did that last time I was there for a cast member just because they gave me, I don't even remember what they did. They gave me a direction. Um, cause you know, obviously it's my first time in Batu. And, um, I just wanted to add, and the, the crazy part is, is Batu. It's harder to give a cast compliment because you have to ask their name. You have to look at their name tag for their name because they don't address you as an actual person. They address you as a character. So um, I will say just please make sure you do that because that isn't a tip in a way um, because normally um, they just kind of do their thing and then keep going. So if you can give a cast compliment, do it. Um, But I do want to thank everyone for coming through and listening. It's been a fun episode it's been quicker than normal but um i do greatly appreciate everyone who listens who likes to subscribe mr j mr stranger connor from ConCon's cantina um thank you guys all for coming through and for the fomo cast i'm chris i'm tim and we will see you guys next time